Welcome back to BizBody. I'm Keith. I'm your host. If you're like me, you've set goals in the past, and this is part two of the goal-setting process. You, you know, the goals themselves, you achieve them, or maybe you just let them all go. And I've done that. I've done both, by the way, you know, and we've had our brick-and-mortar business for over 11 years now, and we've had our fair share of people showing us how to set specific goals. So what I'm going to share with you today is a complete um, narrative of all the different ways that I currently am setting the goals of the year. Um, Actually, I don't set it by year. I start off by setting a 10-year goal. And some people don't set years and decades, which becomes um, your own way. And this is just a mirror of what I'm doing. So this is a creation process of several different goal setting uh, systems, all put into one specific uh, narrative. And I'm going to give you references today so that you can, if you choose to, you can go and see why um, I chose what I chose. So overall, you can look at the scientific literature behind it or um, exactly where I got it from. And if you want to support the podcast, there will be several links in the show notes with affiliate affiliates to actually help with goal setting. Um, so we have a couple of, of places that we, uh, Brandon and I, were educated in how to focus our vision, understanding our goals, and then executing on those goals, holding ourselves accountable to those goals. So in in this whole series or this whole setup is designed so it makes it easier to follow through with it. It's still a challenge. It still can be a challenge or maybe, maybe it won't be for you. So it's a very unique process. And again, like I am, I'm not a scientist. I just play one on this podcast. So I, I'm just like you, I'm trying to figure out the way that I tick in order to make sure that I can get stuff done in a specific way that, that, allows me to do the things that I love to do and at the same time achieve what I want to achieve because everyone talks about like work-life balance and that's a very really big that's a struggle for me because you know I have a family and I want to spend time with them too if that's my priority then I'm going to make sure that all of that happens so let's get right to it if you're if you look any of the, the literature on setting goals I'm sure you popped up on smart goals or smarter goals and that are that are uh, goals that are specific and measurable and attainable relevant and time-based and that's a great place to start and you, you can find that anywhere if you just type in smart goals you'll you'll find a, a billion infographics um, right on Google so that's where I started and and when I put together smart goals, chances are um, I formulated them off of people that I respected. So like, hey, what kind of goals do you have? And I'm trying to get an idea of um, what other people have done in th- that were successful, people that achieved a certain level of, of wealth or happiness. So I would, I would model my goals off of their goals, which again, I, I did what I did because that's what I knew to do. And it worked out pretty well. It, it, it helped me stay on task. Um, it didn't help me with the habit formations of how to follow through with the goals, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So when at the beginning of the, the, um, 
the pandemic or shutdown for the pandemic here in the US, uh, I was taking a course with my business partner, Brandon, called The Strong Coach. And there was a very unique process that was something that I had never accounted for before, which was, you know, I personal goals and professional goals and how they're intertwined. Like, what are my values? What are my beliefs? And what's my perfect day? What does that even look like? How do I want to work? How do I want to show up in my life? How, how do I want my, um, my family to be? Do I want a family? You know, like, which is really important to me. Um, and how do I put those, that priority together? Uh, what's the biggest block of that priority to then start the whole goal setting process because if if I don't have a vision of what I want to have happen, how am I supposed to set a course or direction? So number one, um, I put together My Perfect Day, which is a great little worksheet that we talked about before in the podcast. And from there, I look at professional goals that are five to 10 years and personal goals that are five to 10 years. So that way, at least I have a way to break those down into the specific pieces that allow me to then take it to the next level. Because if I don't know where I'm going, how am I supposed to put together the behaviors and habits that guide those behaviors in the right direction? So from there, there was an interesting process put forth by, excuse me, by the Enlifted group. And Enlifted is an awesome course in order to get in touch with what you really want and becoming unstuck around um, these belief systems that we have around narrative. So it's a group that talks about internal narrative and how to shift internal narrative with a very easy process. And we'll we'll talk about that process and we'll share that process. So going through um, the Enlifted Level 1 really set me up for understanding how I can tackle these goals that I have, or uh, at least how the vision gets shifted into a goal. And they have this really cool um, pyramid off of, off of uh, goals, which is uh, plan and target and identity. So if I butt up against something that I don't believe is a part of me, it's going to affect my identity. And as far as the identity uh, goes, it's, there's a very unique I- idea of identity versus role, like role being um, I'm a father, I'm a business owner. Identity would be something like how you believe you are void of how anyone else sees you at a current point in time. It, it's more longer, la- it's longer lasting. So it's, it, it has a, a time component to it that's pretty steadfast that gradually can shift over time. Or there can be an extreme shift in identity as well from cathartic events or, or from extreme emotion. So the Unlifted process helped me understand that if there's a point in my plan or my target that is not going the way that that I want it to go, that basically what I can do is I can do a simple uh, four-step process in identifying what that narrative is, writing down that narrative by labeling it, writing it out, especially if it's around a specific memory. So off of that, very simply put, I take that specific memory, write it out conversationally, and then I slow down the reading of that narrative out loud. Um, Then off of that, 
I the the fourth the fourth step of that process is from there I will literally add a breath a deep breath off of the end of each sentence or whenever I want that um, a break in the uh, in the narrative so for the narrative to then take the form of okay if I believe that I cannot do this thing or that uh, my life is a certain way. What are options to then guide me towards my specific goal? Now, in the idea of how to reverse engineer the goal, if it is financial, the muscle system specialist, again, like I'm a certified muscle system specialist, um, Greg Mack had put together a, an awesome um, couple of worksheets and and sales process that that literally talks about reverse engineering your uh, your life habits and your goals which is pretty amazing which is amazing not pretty I'm gonna take the pretty out right um, take out the pretty it's amazing because what you can do is if you want to make X amount of dollars you want to work how many days um, if you're a personal trainer and you need to get in front of X amount of people what does that what does that look like? And that's all a part of the muscle system specialist course. So I highly, highly recommend you checking out the muscle system specialist course. I put in one of our previous episodes, one of the goal setting and the the business blueprint um, from a couple of years ago, there is um, there's an actual worksheet for this, and we talk about that worksheet and how to fill it out. Um, so from there, you know exactly, what and how much it costs you to live your life. So you have these ideas of what do I need to do now in order to make sure that I'm actually hitting these specific goals. Okay, now that you have yourself in alignment for what it is that you're looking to do, I put together that ultimate 10-year goal, that 10-year goal or that five-year goal or one-year goal, whatever goal that you have. And I want it to be very, very specific. I want to do X, with these people by this time. And I actually write out the date, the exact date that I want it done by because, and then I add a because to it. And the because is, is my why. Why do I want to do this? It sets up my fundamental objective. And if you have taken the muscle system specialist course, we do fundamental objectives for our clients. We ask them like, why do you want to do it? Um, is this why is this important to you? Like you pain funnel people in order to understand what is the reason that somebody shows up. So then what is the reason you're showing up? What is the reason? There has to be a reason. Otherwise, there's no there's no point to go to the next process. And that next process is building up actual habits about taking the one year goal and breaking it down into quarters and quarters breaking it down to months and months breaking it down to weeks and weeks breaking it down to days and then days like what part of the day are you doing what to an actual calendar andrew huberman from the huberman lab podcast talks about some really cool ideas and it's in line with uh, maya selovitz who wrote the unbroken brain who is a an addiction specialist and and, and what i gathered out of that unbroken brain book which of course Again, like I, I'm, I'm more of an observer than a scientist. I just put things into practice and, and keep shifting it is that the mindset and the setting is really important in 
dictating our actions and behaviors. Setting being where you are in space and mindset being um, the, the thoughts and the actions and the thoughts and the feelings that you have uh, along with uh, the neurochemicals that are, are coursing through our bodies that, that are aligned with those emotions and those thoughts and those feelings which then uh, come out as behaviors. And uh, Andrew Huberman had put out a podcast on habit formation or breaking which is really, really interesting how he separated up um, the day into three categories or three phases uh, based upon the neurochemicals that are highest at what point in time or lack thereof so that you can execute these habits uh, in in these behaviors more effectively. Because if you want to switch things up, it, it, it's been shown in the research that some people form habits as little as like 18 days or 10 days, but then some people took over 250 days. There's an entire podcast on uh, his findings of the research of that. He's a, a Stanford medical professor and believe he's a, he's a bi- biological neuroscientist and ophthalmologist. So it, it, really reputable, reputable in, in presenting really awesome research to back it that you can check out uh, if, you, if you'd like. This is a, this is a complete cliff, cliff notes. So um, hopefully I'm doing him justice. And, and so I, I don't want to speak for him. Um, but number one was in order to get going in the day, this is, this is when uh, dopamine is, you want to promote dopaminergic style um, Activities meaning that dopamine is your get up and go. Um, your and some people think of it as the reward center. I, I it's more of a drive chemical, a chemical that that really puts drive behind what you want to do. So um, promoting in, in in to reduce what he calls limbic friction, you know, things that get in the way of you starting a habit, should be done earlier in the day uh, based upon the amount of neurochemicals that you have in your system that promote drive. So dopamine, uh, you want that to to be at its highest state in the morning. So from there, um, things like exercise help with dopamine and things like cold baths or showers or ice baths also help with dopaminergic type qualities um, to, to raise dopamine in the system. And this is when you want to put together the the habit formation um, and the behaviors that are are the most difficult for you to to go after. And there's only a, a certain period of time that that window is, is operating or is operational. But it changes per individual too. So this is again just a construct. Um, some people find that that like the second part of the day, um, the first part, first phase, I believe was from waking to about eight hours post waking or nine hours post waking. Um, and then from like nine to like 16 hours is phase two, which is more serotonergic, meaning now slow the system down because, um, serotonin being like the rest and reset type neuromodulator. Um, so from there, uh, things that promote that would be um, reduced light, uh, making sure that you can uh, maybe take a warm bath, maybe doing some um, non-sleep deep rest. Um, he, he, there's, a, there's an app that he recommends from Stanford Medical called Reverie. I haven't tried it yet, but um, you can do meditation around this time just to make sure that when you are calming down, it sets you up for phase three, which is really where um, 
Eric Kendall, uh, the Nobel Prize winner for um, memory, he's got a great book called In Search of Memory, talks about where learning and when learning occurs. And um, this is also prevalent in Make It Stick about the timing of memory consolidation. So memory consolidation and learning happens at sleep. So if you're getting really poor sleep, that could also hurt your habit formation because you haven't learned the specific tasks and certain behaviors associated with making something stick and, and, and basically increasing the myelination. Uh, we, we know of how uh, nerves are, are myelated to strengthen synapses and the chemical processes associated with laying down better memory formation happens during sleep. So if we're taking our phase two and, and we're ramped up with like more, uh, more chemicals that promote um, dopamine or um, that keep us awake, like excess caffeine during that time or um, riling ourselves up at night with, with extra light, especially with light, uh, enhanced light instead of less light in phase two. Um, and again, everyone is different and try this for yourself, but like consolidation for a good night's sleep pretty big deal, actually really big deal. So looking into number one, personal goals, setting that up for a process of understanding, okay, what's my vision? If you want to go one year, go one year. If you want to go up to 10 years, um, Mike Bledsoe mentioned a, a quote, which was really interesting. He said that like, and I'm going to actually, this isn't a quote, but he said basically that, um, uh, if, I, if I said it was a quote, I'm completely screwed the quote up, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I can't quote people that well. He talked about that very um, very distinguished business people and or people that have created um, large movements, they, they think in decades and maybe even longer. So because it takes that long for that stuff to occur or maybe – having that long of a vision it allows you to have such a big picture of what needs to happen in your life in order to make that and make that goal occur or materialize and how you can you can take a look and see if your personal life is completely out of alignment with your professional life so you can see if that needs a shift and what things need to happen in order to shift that and the lifted process in review helps you understand when that butts up against your identity and how to make an identity shift with very easy, uh, very easy system of narrative. Not it's actually it's very simple, not easy. It's a very simple narrative process, which is deeply tied into our identity and emotion, which can be tough um, emotionally, right? And then the muscle system specialist helps you reverse engineer based upon what you want your day to look like and what monetary and time goals you're okay with in your lifestyle. So um, the Andrew Huberman lab, um, which I will also put a link in the show notes, talks about how when you now know exactly what type of behaviors and habits you want to form, how to then have those habits work for you. So when, what time of the day, um, and then what you can do about it and why that happens neurochemically. So I hope that helps summarize the goal setting process that I put forth. 
So number one, professional and personal vision, which then sets up the 10-year, five-year, or one-year goals that you can break apart into then monthly or quarterly, monthly, and then um, weekly and daily habits and how you can then shift those habits based upon the time of day that in the length of time that you can um, actively give towards working on the thing that will make you uh, satisfied, that will really satisfy you. So again, this is the process that I personally use in order to flush out and a, a quarterly process and a yearly process and a, and a decade process of where I want the podcast to be, where I want my brick and mortar to be, and any other project that, that I want or even how I want to be, uh, how I want to show up for my family and my priority. So not priorities, priority. If you want to support the show, please share this with anyone that it would help any type of strength coach or exercise professional what this would help for goal setting. Um, also, you can subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review with comment. Um, anything that can help with reaching out and helping other uh, professionals uh, improve their game because better exercise professionals means a healthier community. If any of our affiliates interest you, check out the Enlifted Group and or the Muscle System Specialist. Uh, they are highly beneficial for getting the ball rolling faster. You know, um, one of my mentors said to me, if you really want to jumpstart your career or you want to get better at a task, it really helps to have a coach and have some money on the line so that your time frame for getting that stuff done is so much less. Thank you for joining me on BizBody, uh, part two goal setting. I'll see you soon.